Regulators. You regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good, too. But you can't be any geek off the street. Gotta be handy with the steal, if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. You're tuned in to Your Access Has Been Granted Podcast. Join the regulators weekly to mount up on topics focusing on developing self while exploring hot topics, culture, and music. Here's your host, Brittany Leary. Regulators! Mount up! Regulator. I'm low-key a little bit. I'm, I'm a little sad. I'm not even going to perk. But welcome to episode 10 of season one, which means this is our season finale. I had a moment because I'm like, y'all heard that? The season's already over. I know for a fact that that happened too fast for me. I don't know how fast that was for y'all, but it seems like it came extremely fast. This summer, I am going to be using it to reflect. I have a few summer projects to work on for you guys. And I mean, I'm going to have the most auntie hot girl summer that I can have. Now, if you listen to episode nine, You heard me talk about my relationship, how we've been together for nine years and we've decided that we were going to do things in our own timing versus what people said. And I was like, oh, my God, hot girl summer. My boyfriend will pick me up, but I'm still going to have a hot girl summer. Well, I'm still going to have a hot girl summer, but now my fiance is going to pick me up. Y'all, I'm a whole engaged woman, a whole fiance. The funny thing is, is you would think, oh, he heard the episode and he was like, now it's time. No, he's been planning for like the last two weeks, which means when I actually recorded episode nine, I was oblivious to it, of course. And I'm just talking genuinely from my heart a whole week later. Yeah, got a whole proposal. (laughs) In the words of Nakia, Nakia was on episode two. She always says that this podcast has a strange way of manifesting what's going on within the week. I do this podcast weekly and throughout the week is either her, maybe Edna at work. We're talking about things and I'm like this week, that's what's on the podcast. I talked about that this week on the podcast or this happened on the podcast. And that's crazy. I was talking about this on the podcast. I say that so often and it still blows my mind sometimes how on point. My thoughts are with what's going on in society. And I know it's alignment, but it's still like crazy to me sometimes that it's actually happening the way that it's happening and unfolding in front of me the way that it's unfolding. And yeah, I talked about being in a relationship and us choosing what we were going to do amongst each other and not allowing other people's values and beliefs affect how we were going to operate. And now I got a whole ring on my finger. (laughs) Ain't God good. That's what they say. Ain't God good. (laughs) Before we get into the episode, this is a season finale, but of course, episodes one through nine are available on all major platforms. You have Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor are my four top listening platforms. Follow me on Instagram at 
access granite underscore solutions and also visit the website www.accessgranitesolution.com. Like I said, I'm going to start setting up resources for you guys to be able to go to the link in my bio and go through resources for each episode. My, a part of my summit pro, um, summer project is creating resources to go with each episode from season one prior to starting season two. And if you are wondering, season two is coming back in the fall. I'll announce the exact date on my social media platform. So make sure you're following my business page at access granted underscore solutions for all updates about season two. Our last episode, episode nine with my friend Erica, I named it Hidden Works because a lot of the things that we were talking about were things that you have to do alone, right? So in the last few years of my self-discovery journey, I've worked on so many aspects of self-awareness, self-regulation, emotional intelligence in a whole, really, just to figure out who I was, what I needed, and what I needed to change in order to get to the person that I needed to be or that I wanted to be because I genuinely wanted to do this process for myself first, not even knowing that it would lead me here. So what I really want to encourage us with this episode is to take the time to reflect, take the time to learn, take the time to practice, and take the time to repeat this summer so that we could start gaining momentum. And I say momentum and it takes me back to episode eight, stay woke and talking about the morning routines because that is what helped me gain momentum. So I'm reflecting over the season and I'm reflecting over my years of work and how it has all kind of manifested into the work that I'm doing now. And in my heart, I felt like I knew that that's what it was for, but I couldn't see when, I couldn't see how. And sometimes that became very discouraging. Sometimes I took like months off of working on myself and just basking in whatever my ignorance was at the time because I was tired. It was like all the work I was doing, all this learning, all of this focusing, and I was still getting hit left to right with shit every day. It was like so much at a time. I was so anxious. I was so bothered because I was un- unclear about what was going on in front of me. And you're going to have times like that. All times aren't going to be good. But in order for you to see why the work is so important, you have to keep going. And it's just the only way that it's going to happen. So I worked a lot on learning about emotional intelligence. And it's essentially why my business is surrounded around self-awareness. Because what I did learn in that process is if you're not self-aware, You're not going to really be able to effectively put a lot of these things in order because you don't truly know who you are. You don't truly know what your purpose is. You're not quite sure what you're passionate about. So how are you going to set boundaries? How are you going to show up for yourself? How are you going to give grace to yourself and extend grace to others if you're not clear about why you're doing it? And one of the biggest components of self-awareness that I think helped me with decision making, helped me create healthier mind states by challenging my beliefs and values. It helped me understand who I was now versus who I was then. And that was creating a list of personal core values. So when I started to create my business, one of the things that they tell you in branding is that your business needs to have core values. So I ordered this book from Olori Swank. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with her. She's um on Instagram. I think it's Olori Swank. And her book is called Brand Like a Boss. So I bought that book. It was on sale. 
And it's a big workbook. And when I got to the core values section, I said to myself, a lot of these things apply to me personally. So I started to dig deeper into my personal core values. And when I say that helped me so much because my personal core values align a lot with my business values and it keeps me on track. Even when I get off track or even when I'm not aligned with what my purpose is because we all fall short, don't let nobody tell you that they're always on point. That's unrealistic. You're not going to always be on point. But if you have a routine, if you have rituals that you run by, if you have these personal core values, even when you get off track, you'll always be able to go and revisit what you know is important and be able to get back on track. So that's why I wanted to make sure for the season finale, before we leave for the summer to reflect, before season two comes back, I wanted to give you something to work on because I feel like in reflecting, you could create a great personal values list. And I'm going to share mine with you, some of mine, not the whole list because it's kind of long, but I'm going to share with you why personal values are important what my personal values are and why I pick those personal values. And I'm going to give you some additional core values that you can look into and also help you start to create your list of personal values. All right, so let's just start with the benefits of or the importance of core values. And a very simple explanation with a little bit of background, of course, I picked out four specific things that are important to core values. The first one is beliefs you have about your life. The second one would be they guide your behaviors, decision-making, and actions. Third one would be they increase feelings of self-worth and can help you start to find your purpose, increase self-esteem, confidence, and mental clarity. And the last one is ultimately they remind you of what's important to you and what you want more of in your life. And it helps to bring you back to your center so that you can create balance and help you live authentically. So just to give you a little bit of insight into each one of those things and why they were important to me throughout my self-awareness journey. The first thing was believe or the beliefs you have about your life. And episode five with Christina the Champ, we spoke briefly about healthy coping skills. And one of the ones that we spoke about was healthy coping skills being something that you needed to do for yourself was to challenge or question your current values or beliefs. I feel like a lot of times when we're trying to sort out our feelings and sort out what's going on inside internally, we forget to think about where those feelings come from. And our feelings don't just pop up out of the clear blue sky, they're usually attached to some kind of moral value or belief. So if core values are the beliefs that you have about your life, if you are 35 like me and you're still living off of your core values from when you were 25, it's probably time for you to kind of reassess your core values because what you believed in your life at 25 may be totally different than what you believe in your life now. So challenging and questioning Your beliefs and values are very important and creating this core value list is going to help you throughout that process. The second one was guidance. They guide your behaviors, decision making and actions. And the most important part for me in this one is alignment. You hear me talk about alignment. I talked about alignment in the beginning of the podcast because for some strange reason, We're going to say it's God. We're going to say it's the universe and all of the energies from the regulators and the head regulators pulling together 
to create an alignment because I did sit down and figure out what my personal core values was and what my core values was for the podcast and my business, which actually aligned. So in that, I've learned that since I have core values, easily been able to create content that aligned with what messages I wanted to put out into the world because these are things that I've worked on. These are things that I've worked with people on and they've proven to be effective for them to continue the work that they need to do to find their purpose and to be who they are authentically. So in that process, you need something that's going to guide your behaviors, decision-making and actions because again, you're doing something new. Potentially, you're doing something new or you're getting back on track. So when you're getting back on track, what do you go back and refer to when you get back on track? Is there something that you have in writing in your journals? Are there resources, books, or information that you go back and visit when it's time for you to get back on track? If you could add a list of core values, even if you did it like you did affirmations and reaffirm yourself throughout the day, if you had this list visible for you to see on a daily basis, it is always going to remind you of who you are. And if you are working in who you are and who you're supposed to be, everything else will start to flow on a line. One tip I want to give you here is having those personal values can assist you, of course, in decision-making behaviors and actions. And those actions will definitely be aligned in what you have set to be true. So whether it's helping others, teaching others, being with family, learning or going back to school, pay attention to those times when you feel the most fulfilled. If you are in total flow and you are comfortable and you feel good when these things happen, Write those things down in your journal and reflect on those things on a regular basis because nine times out of 10, those things that give you the most peace and the most joy when you are working on them are the things that's going to help you find your purpose. The next one was they increase feelings of self-worth and can help you start to find your purpose, increase self-esteem, confidence, and mental clarity. I mean, that was pretty self-explanatory. I, for one, struggled with feeling confident, some low self-esteem because of the way that I had gotten mentally and physically. So when I started to get my core values in alignment and being physically capable to do certain things, whether it be working out at the capacity I do or the intensity that I do, that's in my core values. So it was important for me to not give up and be putting that in my core values made me resilient when it even came to physical fitness. So it was very important for me and physical fitness helped me gain mental clarity. It helped me gain confidence and self-esteem because no matter how much I weigh or don't weigh or lost or didn't lose, that doesn't even affect me anymore because my mental is strong enough to know that either I'm doing my best, I'm doing moderately good and you know what your best looks like and you know what you should be doing. So you can't be down on yourself about what's not happening Because you know you can do it. And that's what I was talking about when you get off track. If you have routines, rituals, and lists here for you when you start to reflect, it's easier for you to jump back in. It's almost like muscle memory. When you haven't been to the gym in a long time, but then you get back in the gym, those muscles jump right back in and be like, oh, I remember us doing this. I'm going to do it again. Just like muscle memory, your brain has those same components. Your brain jumps right back into routine. So it's very important for us to make sure we have a routine. Um, And lastly, ultimately, they remind you of what's important to you and what you want more of in life. So it helps you bring it helps to bring you back 
to your center so that you could create balance and help you live authentically. So outside of self-awareness, authenticity is another core of my business because I really truly believe that we are all unique. We may relate, but we are not the same. And you have to be able to find strength in being unique. A lot of my self-worth and my self-confidence came from me, except in the fact that I am unique, that I do have the capability of bringing complex ideas and simplifying them and making them relatable so that we can all understand them and that we can bridge the gap between what we think is impossible because all things are possible. And I have to remind myself that on a daily basis, that's why me being myself was important before I came on this podcast, before I started to really present to people as someone who I wanted to help. I had to make sure that I had my authentic self in check because I am always going to be me and there's no other way for me to do this work. If I'm not myself, I'm not going to be able to serve people. And I want that for everyone. I want you to be able to have your core values, stick to your core values so that when you are encountered by others who may try to shake you, who might try to move you, you know who you are. So can't nobody else convince you to be like them or try to be like them because you are comfortable in being uniquely yourself. All right, regulators, now that we know what core values are and why I feel like they are important for us to develop a list of core values for our journey, not just for this summer, for life in general. And again, like I said, we revisit these every few years as we change, our core values change. Of course, you learn more. If you're here, I hope you want to learn more. You learn more, and when you learn more, you get access to more because don't forget, access granted is all about reminding of us about the access that we have to things, resources, and the capabilities that we have if we would use the access that we have. If you are here, you are learning, you are using your resources, you're researching, and you're learning what you have accessible to you. And for me, learning your core values is very important. That's something that you have access to. It takes you doing the work and your hidden works for you to develop these lists and create these almost ground rules and baselines for yourself and your growth. So now that we've talked about what personal core values are and the importance of them, I am going to share with you what my personal core values are, some of them. And I'm reading these because these are coming straight off of my list and things that I actually have that I revisit on a normal basis. So if it sounds like I'm reading, I am. I'm reading my cards. I have them on flashcards. And every now and then when I'm kind of off balance, I kind of go through them and I read the notes that I wrote by each core value so that I can remind myself of why I'm doing this work. And no matter how I feel, I have to keep going. So my first one is family. And if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I lost my cousin in 2019. And his death, out of all the deaths that we experienced a few years prior, kind of rocked me more than anybody else because he was almost like my baby. I'm the oldest. He's the youngest grandchild. And for me, after losing him in 2019, my outlook on family changed drastically. And I think I briefly spoke about that with the Erica episode nine, I felt like it was a trauma response, but I literally went from my primary support and resources being my main friends. And I switched that to me putting more attention on my family and making sure my family was okay and that I was okay with my family, if that makes sense. Because I feel like for a long time, I heavily depended on my friends 
for most things, if not all things. And I kind of minimally depended on my family for things because I was breaking away from that young adult teen stage of always being restricted or feeling restricted, not per se being restricted. So I kind of relied on my own environment. And after losing him, that continued, like it switched, completely switched. My second core value that I have here to share with you is communication. And I have written here, effectively communicating with others is something I value because I want to be understood. Always actively working on this, always actively working on listening, paying attention, and making sure that I'm understanding what people are saying because I want to be understood as well. The third one I have here is self-confidence. Being successful in a way that I recognize my skills and uh, making a contribution to my community. That's what self-confidence looks like for me right now. Self-confidence for me, now that I'm reading this, even encompasses me, again, understanding that I'm unique and being okay with being unique and not needing to fit in anybody's mold. A lot of my self-confidence now comes from there is no mold. What are you talking about, sis? There is no rules, do you? (laughs) My next core value is education. I am a lifelong learner. And I continue to gain and understand through perceptive insight. I continuously learn. It could be anything. If I read something on the shade room and it don't make sense, I'm going to go take at least 10 minutes out of my time to go find a credible resource to learn about it. I'm just going to always be learning and I'm okay with that because learning is one of those things that make me feel good. I like to have knowledge. I like to be able to have a conversation with someone and actually know what they're talking about. Even if I'm not joining into the conversation, if I need to join into conversations, I want to be a value to conversation. I don't want to just be talking for no reason. So even just down to being resourceful or being a resource is very important for me. So I can't be a resource if I'm not continuously learning. Congruence, being true to my authentic self and communicating to others externally in a way that matters or matches your internal thoughts and feelings. That authenticity piece that we speak on often, if you listen to what I just said, it says, true to my authentic self, communicating to others externally in a way that matches your internal thoughts and feelings. So I'm not by any means saying anything that I don't mean. If I think and feel it, that's how I'm going to talk to you about it. I'm not going to be thinking and feeling one way and saying something else to you because authentically, that's just not who I am. I don't have a bone in my body that wants me to be fake with anybody. I don't have the energy or the time. I feel like I would be wasting my time here on earth if I'm not congruent, if I'm not mentally and physically and spiritually aligned and being authentic and communicating with people as such. I feel like I'm wasting my time and everybody else's time. One of my biggest core values is that I find a sense of fulfillment in sharing my talents or abilities with others in a way that is beneficial to them and their lives. I'm able to contribute to my community without expecting anything in return. And that's very important because when you do work, especially in your community, if you have a community specific that you like to work in and the underserved community, they might not even have anything to give you back. So you shouldn't even be looking for nothing back. Anything you do should be from the heart. Another core value is humor for me. I'm goofy. I like to laugh. So 
For me, humor can make a big difference in lightening the low of a difficult situation. So a lot of times you hear us laugh throughout talking about very important and heavy conversations. Because for me, humor is a big core value. I have no desire to be on here, which don't mean that it's not authentic. I just don't want to be here creating content and full emotional fallouts and tears. I don't feel like that is authentically me because I'm not authentic. I'm not like that. If I'm crying and hollering and screaming, it's because it's really deep. And it's really something that I really wouldn't want to share with everybody. Y'all knowing me don't mean that y'all get to know every part of me. And I feel like my deep depths of emotional turmoil is not for the podcast. And I can share those things with you after the fact. But I'm not going to create a environment where I feel like that is going to be shown here. So humor is a very big piece for me personally and in business because my personality is humorous and that's just what it is. And for me, the topics and things that I talk about can get heavy. So I use humor as an effective tool because that's who I am personally. Freedom is my next core value. I value my own freedom to be myself, but I am also an advocate for others and offer services to help others find freedom because personal freedom is another component of self-awareness that's necessary. My next core value that I have here is resilience. I strive to be flexible, to adapt to life's curveballs. I want to go with the flow and always bounce back. <laughs> and I got a reference here that say, Big Sean, last night took a L, but tonight I bounced back because I ain't gonna even lie. Sometimes when I'm going through it, music is one of the biggest, biggest, biggest supports for me. I will turn on a song that say something like that and be lit. Like it just literally turn on a switch for me sometimes. So I love music. I love to listen to the lyrics of songs. One of my favorite songs this week was... uh. Kevin Gates, what is the name of the song? I'm going to have to put it in the caption of the episode. But when I say he was talking his shit in that song, I say I'm going to have to start listening to this in the morning to get me ready. But resilience is important. And although we don't want to be resilient, we don't want to keep getting knocked down by life's curveballs. But life is life. You can't avoid that. So if you ain't going to be resilient, you pretty much putting up the white flag. So make sure you think about that. You can be tired. But is you going to surrender and just pass out? Because we thugs over here. We, we going to get what's ours. My next core value is simplicity. People make things more complicated than it needs to be. I thrive and am the most satisfied when I am keeping it simple and straightforward. For me, I am always simple and straightforward. I feel like it's easier for me to be simple and straightforward. So it's a core value for me. I'm never presenting any information that's talking over your head. I could go left real fast. I am a smart person. I have a lot of resources. I could talk in terms like a therapist would. But what's the point? First of all, I'm not a therapist. And second of all, I don't want to present as one because that's not in my core values. In my core values, I would like to keep it simple and be straightforward. So I stick to what's good for me and my business. The next core value is balance. Balance is very important for me because that mental, physical, and spiritual aspect being aligned and being balanced and not being teeter-tottered on the seesaw. Whew, Jesus, it's something that you're going to continuously work on for the rest of your life. So don't think you're just going to get it today and that's going to be it. 
you could have it today and lose it tomorrow. But having a routine again and having these core values is what helps you get back to what you need to be doing. So the notes I have here for my core value balance, it says prevent any one thing from taking over your life. You have roughly seven life areas that include family, romance, work, spirituality, hobbies, friends, and did I write finance twice? Finance. I list the issues. I stay within that area and make sure I balance the stress with relaxation. So if I'm having a stressful day, I find a way to wind down. I find a way to rebalance. And like I said, it's seven life areas. So if it's something going with me or going on with me with family, I keep that in that family life area. I don't take it to work. I don't take it into my hobbies. I don't take it into my spirituality. And sometimes mentally it's overwhelming. So sometimes it does. If you're not paying attention and if you're not self-aware about what's going on with you emotionally, you can easily transfer energy from your family issues to your work environment, from your romantic relationship to your hobbies and stop doing what you need to do for physical. You can stop going to the gym because you're mad at your boyfriend. Like it's not hard. It actually happens more easily than actually staying on track and keeping all of these things compartmentalized. So balance is very important for me to keep things where they belong. My next core value is intelligence. I acknowledge my natural ability to understand concepts and constantly learn to learn. You don't have to be the smartest person on the planet, but if you have a desire to learn and you do learn and you do acknowledge that there's more out there always to learn and understand, even just about the business that you're in or what's important to you, then you'll always be intelligent. You'll stay at the peak of intelligence because you're constantly learning about your field. You're constantly learning about your business. You're constantly learning about the people who inspire you in that field. So your intelligence level is always going to be top notch if you yearn to learn. The next one is approachability. I want others to feel free to come to me with their problems because solutions is what I love to create. Um, This is what my ability to coach and counsel starts with. My ability to coach and counsel starts with approachability. I'm not for everybody. We say this all the time. But in reality, if I am for you, I want you to feel comfortable approaching me. I think that my style of coaching and the way that I communicate with people gets kind of misconstrued sometimes because the way I see it, because I'm straightforward and simple, if I'm going to give you a note, or if I'm going to give you some constructive criticism to help you along your process, if I'm aware of a specific activity or a specific experience or event that contributes to the turmoil or contributes to you growing in that area, I'm going to use those specific events, those specific experiences. And sometimes people might feel like I'm using what they told me against them. And I can see that. I don't feel like you're wrong for seeing it that way. But if you're coming to me as a coach or a counselor, most are then in a family and friend conversation, you have to understand that that's important. It's important for me to pull out discrepancies in order for you to see what you can and can't do or what you're saying you're going to do versus what you're actually doing. So being approachable is very important for me. And on my side as being a coach and counselor, I have to be able to separate my biases and understand that people may not take me the right way all the time because I am doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But as long as I stay approachable, we can figure that all out. My last one that I'm going to share with you, actually, I probably might share like a few more. My next core value is inner peace. Being comfortable with myself, the people around me, 
and being accepting to where I am now and what I have now is important to me because one thing that I learned before I started to gain all the benefits of my work in the last few years just recently, I've learned that I have to be okay with who I am and what I'm doing right now in order to grow authentically to the next level. If you can't respect, hey, I'm going to tell you something stupid, but the whatever. Somebody I went to school with put up a meme one day and he, his caption said, either you go embrace the belly or lose the belly. And I think I responded to him and said, or embrace it while you losing it because it's there anyway. And that's really what it was for me. I had to embrace who I was while I was going through the process in order to increase my self-awareness, my self-confidence, my self-regulation. Everything had to be peaceful. I had to have an inner peace about who I was and what I was doing right now in order to get to the next level so that I didn't get caught into that anxiety and depression of thinking about what, why, and when from the past versus thinking about what I needed to do to get to the future. The next one is collaboration. Working together is key because everyone is different and brings something different to the table. This often leads to something that is greater than the sum of its parts. So I have this podcast. I'm doing this thing, right? I'm uniquely me and I may do great work alone. But if I could get with four or five other people who are goal oriented and we have the same goal, but we have four or five different unique beliefs, tasks, skill sets together, we're stronger. I don't care how much we can get done individually. When you put four or five people together that's aligned, you can't help but get greatness. So collaboration is very important for me. Working with people who are like-minded individuals is very important for me and my personal core values and my business core values. And then the last one I'm going to share with you is self-awareness. For me, this is the core of my business and my ability to continue to help others. This is how I check myself, my biases, my intentions, and I learn my lessons through self-awareness. So that's just a few of my personal core values that I've set out for myself that I kind of go over on a weekly basis, bi-weekly basis, just to make sure that I'm on point and I'm always remembering why I do what I do. All right, regulators. So to wrap up this season finale episode about our personal core values and what we're going to be doing over the summer as we reflect and get ready for season two. I kind of wanted to leave you with some little hints and tricks for identifying your core values. The very big one or the first one I should say that we've already kind of hit on throughout the episode is being able to think about those times that you were the most happy, proud, or fulfilled. What were you doing in that time? what contributed to these feelings. And you can also start with some of these common core values for inspiration. I'm going to give you a list of those core values for inspiration at the end. Another thing that you want to do is kind of think about the times or situations in your life that create a conflict or turmoil and made you feel uncomfortable. Maybe it was working 50 hours a week that wasn't your vibe. Maybe it could be you feeling frustrated and wishing that you could spend more time with your family, that would mean that family would be a core value for you because you were more frustrated about working only because you missed out on your family. Maybe it's being micromanaged at work and understanding that you would prefer to be independent and work on your own 
the core value would be the independence and working on your own. And you would learn that from being frustrated and not understanding why you feel a certain way about certain directives. So you want to kind of focus on what you feel and what it's attached to. For the inspiration of things that you want to look at that could possibly help you find those core values, I'm going to go through a quick little list. And I want you to Google this. You can look for a list of core values and find these things on Google if you would like. But I'm just going to go through a few of them. Accountability. Accuracy, achievement, action, adventure, ambition, assertiveness, authenticity, authority, autonomy, balance, boldness, calmness, citizenship, clarity, commitment, compassion, competition, contentment, control, decisiveness, democracy. Dependability is another core value, determination, discipline, discretion, diversity, empathy, enjoyment, equality, equity, excitement, expertise, having faith, having family, fitness, flexibility, fluency, focus, freedom, friendship, um, generosity, growth, happiness, hard work. Honesty, influence, independence, intuition, kindness, knowledge, leadership, obedience, openness, optimism, respect, responsibility, restraint, self-actualization, which is a part of my process through self-awareness. If you visit us on www.accessgranitesolution.com, you would see that on the website. Self-control. Self-reliance, sensitivity, service. We have thoroughness, thoughtfulness, timelessness, tolerance, truth, understanding, uniqueness, unity, and wisdom. I just ran through a few of them throughout this list, but I just wanted to let you know that there are many things that you can use as your core values. Hit Google. What I might do is create a resource for it. The the episode 10 resource is probably going to be accompanied by a list of core values. So look out for those resources. Make sure you follow my business page, www. I'm sorry, that's the website, www.accessgranitesolutions.com. Follow my business page on Instagram at accessgranite underscore solutions. All of these things will be in the show notes. Y'all. We made it through season one. This was something that seemed like it was doable, but I kind of downplayed it like it wasn't. So I'm grateful that we finally got into this point of the podcast. I'm grateful for everyone who has supported the podcast, who share the podcast. I want to give a shout out to Lauren at CW Laurel. She has been helping me with creating content as far as visuals are concerned. Collaboratively, we come together. I let her know what I would like to come across to the audience as far as the visuals are concerned. And then I create the captions. I create the content on my own. So having someone to work with is important because I am not as tech savvy as I would like to be. And Lauren makes sure she uploads uploads my podcast on my website. I do everything else from the other end, but she makes sure she creates the post for me for Instagram 
And when I have an idea or something that I want to get done, she creates information, um, infographs for me and everything. So I wanted to give a shout out to her. I want to give a shout out to my individual village who has been nothing but supportive to me throughout this podcast journey. Um, I said that in episode one, that the majority of the people, if not all the people that was going to appear on season one was going to be from my personal circle and my personal village. And I am grateful for you all attending and showing up for me throughout this process. Season two is going to be a continuum of some of my village, but also a mix of some professionals that I want to include in season two because I did not dive into a lot of the psychology and medical stuff that I would like to translate to my audience. And I do have some very, very strong guests that will be able to help us through a lot of the other issues that we experience in underserved communities as millennials in today's 2021 times and all of the re-entry and all of the pandemic and all of the social change that has happened. And I want to make sure I bring awareness to a lot of issues in season two as well. So again, thank you all for being with me throughout this journey. I wouldn't have it any other way. I am appreciative of every regulator out there. If you have any ideas for season two, if you have any ideas or if you would like to see any specific resources, please email me at Brittany at accessgranitesolution.com. It is going to be in the show notes. I am going to be looking for emails from my regulators, giving me ideas of what you would like to see, giving me ideas of any cool or humorous ways we could amp up season two because this first season I know came off very educational. I wanted to give you insight into what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, and why I'm doing it. So I spent this first season on that specific purpose and I am going to be back in the fall. So make sure you email me. Make sure you send me all of your insightful ideas, any of your critiques that you have for season one, something that we can amp up in season two. And I am open to constructive information. If it's not constructive, don't be surprised when I don't pay it no attention. Tell me what you want, tell me what you need, and we'll figure out how to provide it for you. This is season one of Access Granted. Oh, branded podcast. Your access has been granted podcast hosted by your girl hair regulator, Brittany Leary. I am off for the summer to reflect and build resources and provide additional services for you guys. We'll be back in the fall for the podcast and I can't wait till we see each other again. Well, if you follow me on Instagram, we'll see each other next week. So, hmm. Go follow me on Instagram, please. And if you on my personal page, but not on my business page, please make your transition to also follow my business page because I am going to take my personal page back. But I think that's the last thing I have to say to you regulators. I'm trying to run it all through my brain. I don't have it written down. So again, thank you. I appreciate you for following me through this journey and joining me on this journey. And anything that I could do to assist you in your journey, please let me know. Email me because what you need is what I want to present. I don't want to just be making up stuff as I go. I want to actually give you something that you find resourceful. So don't forget to email me your ideas. And I'll see you next season, regulators. Bye! 
been listening to the Regulators Weekly. Learning how discovering ourselves is the key to success. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, subscribe, share, leave a review, and join us again next week. This is the Regulators. Your access has been granted. Regulators! Mount up.